get rude with the dude off chips The mood switch, she chewed off strips of a brood witch Danger make a groove off a glitch Major boo booty twitch and the crew rich bitch Always wanted to say that Ever since the days in hallways torn the stray cat The one he often frequently slapped around All the while waited then graduated cap and gown Hated the rap sound, debated the crap Until he felt he had it mapped down Enough to have the game trapped and bound Scratching the crown with the names of lames who yapped the noun Or verb for that matter Had no data for a herb who chat chatter Oh, Eric Estrada, fat rat The mask made him batty as a mad hatter Known for his absurd word choices And will ignore you if you ask him if he heard voices Look, the energy is crazy Far as he was concerned, the enemy was lazy <clears throat> Your attention please, freeze He came to seize the free cheese Before he flees to Belize In case you forgot to mention, squeeze these That was uh, Belize by Danger Mouse and Black Thought featuring mm. MF Doom uh, yes. from Beyond the Grave uh, by quite a while, I think. Uh, that one sounds like it came from almost 20 years ago based on the uh, the content and the fact that it's Danger Mouse. Um, uh, have, you, have you listened to this whole album yet? No. It's fantastic. I won't say too much. Uh, I wasn't too familiar with Black Thought. Uh, oh really? I like the roots, so yes, I am familiar. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. a good MC. Okay, yes, um, yeah. I've never listened to his work, I guess, outside of the roots, and I'm not a huge roots. I like the roots. Who doesn't like the roots? But you know, yeah, I'm not playing. The I have, there are a couple roots albums that I'm very into, and actually, he has a good EP. Uh, I forget who produced the songs on it, but of rap songs, it's good. He's good. Well, I will say that that. Throughout this album, there is uh, a lot of great stuff by um, Danger Mouse. A lot of great work. We can review it on our next episode. Sounds good. Um, yes, there's a there's a reason. There's there's one particular reason we have to talk about at least one other track on it. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. Teaser. I'm We're now excited. teasing content for our next. You're teasing episode. me. Yeah. I don't even know what the content is. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's you slut. It's one of the dumbest reasons possible, but yet cool. okay. Um, nice. Okay, so that's next episode. Now we're back to this episode. Um, mm-hmm. We should record this episode before next episode. We should. We should. Uh, Paul uh, Weezer uh, was forced uh-huh. to cancel its run of Broadway shows that were supposed to happen this fall. Okay. Uh, Rivers Cuomo announced it on his private Discord channel uh, okay. that, that fans could join. Uh, uh-huh. And apparently, due to lack of ticket sales and high costs, the Aww. band could not perform its week run at a big, full-size Broadway theater. Uh, Damn. Yeah. I looked into they this. They thought they could... How many nights? They were going to play like six or seven nights or something? Yeah, and I think with special set lists each night, and kind of a or maybe like the same like sort of career spanning set list each night and then the last night was going to be super special um i looked into it i i i um i hooked into the tubes uh of weezer twitter a place Uh i I have not been uh Uh i don't think ever contemporary weezer twitter must be weird 
Well, I mean, uh, it can't be as weird as Rivers Cuomo's Discord. Um, well, no. I should have explored True. that, but I figured that probably costs like $5 a month or something, so I didn't want to go there. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Fuck you, Rivers. And, well, some of the fans were interested in attending uh, and excited uh-huh. about it. Most of them uh, were bulking at the $175 for nosebleed tickets <laughs> in the theater. Oh, and, uh, per night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh. I mean, if you want good tickets to see Weezer at Broadway, you were probably dropping, you know, 350 easy. And you uh-huh. had to travel to New York. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah. That's a really expensive-ass ticket for uh, uh, a show that's going to be going on seven straight nights, albeit with different set lists. Um, yeah, this is uh, almost as unappealing as the um, what was the what was the ABBA thing <laughs> that we made fun of? The holograms, <laughs> the ABBA holograms, the holograms. Yeah, I'd I would rather, rather see Weezer than the holograms. <laughs> I'd much rather see the ABBA holograms. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like that would be more fun. <laughs> Possibly a lot less strained. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I mean, if, yeah. who who do you want to see? Do you want to do you want to hang with the less contem- artificial? <laughs> do you want to hang with the contemporary Weezer fan, or do you want to hang no. with like the sixty-year-old dancing to Ab- Abba? Um, the sixty-year-old dancing to Abba is kind of cute, probably in some weird way, like you know, definitely adorable, fun. Kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, do you think the Weezer the Weezer wave is finally cresting? Yeah, I don't know. This sounds like, um, I mean, what band could pull this off? You'd have to be a lot more. I feel like this is this is like you'd have to be a really big act to pull off those kinds of prices for a week straight. Well, obviously, um, if you were like Green Day, I mean, Green Day is probably, you know, the number one '90s act that was able to stay away from being totally nostalgic nostalgic and being you know still having at least novelty in what they were putting out and they had a whole broadway musical that was you know yeah. i see yeah so you feel like this was a, a jealousy move by rivers no they i mean they just finished a big stadium tour with green day so oh, okay. um yeah i think it's more that weezer the weezer high cultural like the Weezer high culture experience is not there. Like there's no audience mm. for appreciating yeah. Weezer, you know, yeah. as art. Um, yeah. Even Whereas if Green Day managed to barely convince some people with, by releasing an opera thing. Yes. Um, yeah. Which personally, I'm not going to go there with Green Day, but um, uh, I, I, actually, I don't think I've ever listened to all of any Green Day albums since Dookie, but Definitely not the whole opera. Have you? No. Well, I should say Weezer. Um, I mean, they they rode, a, you know, their wave. Uh, in some ways, is the way Green Day did. There, you know, were people who still liked their new music, and um, I just wonder. Yeah. I wonder if. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you. That's the that's the funny dichotomy to me too. Yeah, I agree. Is that they have this sort of like fan base but not any respect and um yeah (laughs) i don't think they deserve any respect uh uh and you know i'm not going to begrudge them fans so seems fair yeah i mean i would go (laughs) see 
I would go see like Rivers playing, you know, his songbook acoustic, that yes. type show. That'd probably be the Weezer artistic experience that I would put down some money for. I could I could do that. Um, if he made if he made a stage show out of Pinkerton, uh, I could oh, go yes. for that. <laughs> like there a play. Was, I think you know I'm not going to do any research, but I feel like that's been bandied about. Um, yeah, and there was the like songs from the black hole, which was sort of the the lost pre Pinkerton uh, ah. album that was much more operatic. Yes, uh, correct. Weezer should. Yeah, just... I'm probably just thinking of this because of the Madam Butterfly connections. Yes, Weezer should just do a, a musical like Tommy. You know, just weird. Yeah, haven't they? I feel like they must have. No. I don't think so. No, not like full on. I mean, yeah. I feel like they've they've, you know, nodded in that direction. Mm-hmm. Several. Times. No, that seems it seems so appropriate to them that I'm I'm shocked that they haven't. Now that I think about it, let's think, um, let's see what the first result is for Weezer musical. Oh boy, Weezer opera will be no good. I already know. Um. Okay, Rivers Cuomo is working on a film musical called Buddha Superstar. Okay, checks out. Mm, all right. There is also, now. Yeah. Like, when, when was this report from? Twenty twenty one. There also Weezer okay. is also uh, in the middle of uh, a a four EP series called Weezer Seasons, one for spring, okay. summer, fall, and winter. Okay. So all right, yeah, you know the guy is just uh, he's gonna keep coming coming up with gimmicks until people completely stop buying them. So <laughs> I bet he's not even bummed about the Broadway thing. He's just trying shit the yeah. ne- on to the next EP. That's true. Know? I don't think I'm not sure he gets bummed about anything in a way that a normal human does. So yeah, well he got super bummed trying to make Pinkerton. Yeah, realized it was a mistake to care. And yes. uh, just is putting music out. <laughs> That's, that is the Weezer's late career. It was a mistake to be bummed. <laughs> oh, man. I think, um, but the, you know, the one thing to note, though, is like I have, you know, I have a friend whose music tastes I really uh, respect who would go to many of the same shows we would. And he and another of my friends from Georgetown who was like an ultra Weezer fan they still go and see Weezer whenever they play in LA, but it's like, Oh really? The spell is, the spell is strong. That's funny. I mean, yeah. some people just like watch concerts differently than I do. So maybe they yeah. enjoy it in some way. It makes sense Yeah. But for me. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, yeah. I, seeing really old guys play bad songs from their, from their youth uh, just really depresses me, frankly. I couldn't imagine enjoying that. I can't imagine. I would be so mad anytime they played a song that wasn't from their first two albums that I just wouldn't. I wouldn't enjoy it at all. Yeah, and even watching. Yeah, and the. Uh, <laughs> it would not be great. No. Uh, it reminds me. People keep asking if I went to the pumpkins at the casino near here, and the answer is a blissful no. Yes, that's. That was the right move the right move um although you know they did i think play xyu at that show so you know shit yeah fuck there you go (laughs) it's not the same without darcy 
It's not. No, it's, it never can be. Um, let's. Oh, that's ter- that's territory we've never covered before. <laughs> I did bring up Weezer though. So. Yep. Yep. Sorry. That's okay. Um. Yeah. To be fair, someone asked me because I was wearing my Smashing Pumpkins shirt. So. Okay, that's a little it's, more. It's my fault. Justified. Yeah. Um. Yep. Uh. And you know now. Um, you should actually wear, you should get a, like some really like ba- unexpected bands and wear their shirts and just see who comments on them. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, Radiohead gets a lot of comments when I wear that around the hipster areas of town. Um, well, the one that says Radiohead on it, I have three Radiohead t-shirts. One of them has Radiohead blazoned loudly in all caps across the chest. And that one gets lots mm-hmm. of comments on how much they like my shirt. Um, which is funny to me because it's clearly the band. Yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe it's the best Radiohead shirt they've ever seen. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I mean, I mean, like you know, uh, something like Sun O or you know, like dr- sludge oh, yeah, yeah. metal. Uh, just Google. Some, yeah. So yeah, you're only gonna get so far with that in Tucson. Um. Mm. Um. Yeah, that would Sun O would be good. Uh, what what would be a really good band for this? I don't know. I'll have to think about ZZ it for the Top. next episode. <laughs> well, ZZ Top, I mean, that's, yeah, you're going to get fans of that for sure. Oh, speaking of Tucson and music, there's this guy uh, at the Crooked Tooth Brewery where I took you. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that, uh, it's, uh, I won't try to remind you on the show of which brewery it was, but one of the I breweries the hat, I took you to. So I remember. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I forget if he was bartending us, probably not. But there's this bartender there who, like, looks like a dude from the 70s. Like, mm-hmm. he's wearing that kind of uh, button-up sort of country plaid shirt uh, with a collar. Yeah. And he's got, like, long, semi-curled hair. And uh, uh, he wears, like, a straw cowboy hat type of thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Very friendly, very chill dude uh, whenever you talk to him. I've seen him around... Uh, town and I said, "Hey, you're a great bartender, man." He was like, "Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. It was really nice." Anyway, they got their names up there. His name is Jim McGuinn, hmm. and uh, every time I'd seen that, I thought, "Like, man, the only other McGuinn I've ever heard of is uh, Roger McGuinn from the Birds, like one of the two main guys from the Birds." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so then I was in there uh, last week talking to one of the other bartenders, and uh, we were talking about their pictures on the wall, and I said, "Like." Yeah, you know, the old Jim McGuinn, she's like, oh, yeah, he's like a Tucson legend. He's really big. He does, he plays music around here. Um, uh, very popular. I was like, yeah, you know, he, I always thought his name was funny because the only other McGuinn I've ever heard of is Roger McGuinn from the Birds. And she's like, yeah, that's his grandson. So <laughs> <laughs> there you wow. go. <laughs> that would do it. Yeah, he just looks like a guy who was in the Birds, too. Like, it would be really funny if it's it's awesome and kind of funny that he's like, kind of trying to be his grandfather um but if your grandfather is that cool i guess it's a better move you gotta go for it it's a it's a yeah it's a small in but it's an in Mm -hmm. uh just any sliver of you know uh not having to work for a living yeah well you know like i said he's a bartender which is a chill job at least i suppose if you look at a good one i think to answer your previous question i feel like if you went really obscure 90s band you could probably find some interesting people in tucson like oh for sure not too obs- like uh, yeah. archers of loaf um yeah or afghan wigs nerf herder 
Yes. You know, um, something. Um, yeah. yeah. You got to go one level well, below, not a surf. Yeah. Well, we were talking in the Discord about how Nirvana is now the most popular band T-shirt in the world. Yes. And I saw um, just like an obvious not Nirvana fan in a Nirvana shirt just like the same day. I think in the Costco oh, parking lot or something like that. <laughs> they probably bought it at Costco. Yeah. Oh, he was in work. Like it was in a pack. Sam's parking lot. Oh, nice. I wasn't going to Very Sam's. Nice. I don't want You can go to Sam's. No. Sam's Club? Yeah, Sam's Club. Are you ashamed of your of your I don't know. No, down I just, market I would just warehouse not... uh membership? No, I would be betraying Costco. <laughs> That's cheap. Zed is already en route to yes. terminate you to with extreme predators. The hellfire the hellfire missiles. But the one, yeah, the blade, yeah, the one with the, the blades. Blade ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, he got a nine pack at Costco. He just got, he's just right there with the corn chips dipping into the salsa, <laughs> Joey salsa. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, and you don't stop. Cool like the best rapper, you don't stop. Another fucking hundred fucking dollar freestyle for you and your mind. Come on, yeah, you can never define anything but divine love. I'm a savage beast, <laughs> slightly above average at least. Nah, preference is relative. My references consistently uh, bring you to another vicinity. I hit you with the riddles consistently. Dead in the middle, a little triply. Little did we know that we triggered a fissure in the metaphysical imagery. Elegant painted in oil. Love is a flower, see how? Dissolving the power is dissolving the hours as well. The tower, a bell at the top of it. A hawk, a pigeon, a dove, a vision of love. An eagle, a falcon, even. The gold coin in the talon that would um, prophesize upon earlier papyruses. Uh, and welcome to Savage Beast. I'm Joe Gallagher, and with me, as always, uh, dumping 800 pounds of our human waste from our tour bus onto the unsuspecting uh, tour <laughs> boat below. Uh, it's Paul McLeod. Uh, tour bo- boats deserve it, man. That's uh, just that's just part of the city experience. You're touring. I just like I like the idea, you know, of of doing it on purpose. Just you got the big lever, like here you go, <laughs> boom. You know, fuck these people. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just sitting there and you see it's lined up, and you're like, I could just do it. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's like I, you've just even got like a novelty label on the handle, like, like you know. <laughs> uh, uh, shit shit the douchebags or i don't know something like that <laughs> maybe a big button. yeah 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 that would be good um in case anybody wants to know we're referring to the time the dave matthews band tour bus dumped 800 pounds of human waste on a tour bus in the chicago river yes i believe yes that's awesome which was the bridge one of those ones that like you know is just a big metal grate or something like how did this happen? That must be. <laughs> the... I mean, the funny part, the first funny part is that they decided to just dump all of Dave Matthews shit like literal shit. Well, I assumed that was an accident. I, I assumed it was a failure. I didn't actually read the article. I assumed they were just trying to get rid of it, like and go. Oh no! I assumed <laughs> that somebody hit the button accidentally, or their valve broke, or something. Yeah, okay, that makes sense too. Right? Yeah, they were parked, and they didn't realize. Yeah, they were in park, and they hit the shit lever. Yeah, something. Who knows? Yeah, I, I am actually curious about how it comes out. It must like, like, 
I can't remember if it was 800 or 300 pounds, but it was like hundreds of pounds. And like, it was either 800 or 600. It was many, many pounds of like human waste. How big is the tube? Like, that it comes yeah. out. Of. I mean, even if it's coming out with a lot of force, that's got to take a while. That's true. And maybe that's how it hit it. Maybe it went over the side of the bridge because uh, the force of it was just shooting it out sideways. Yeah, because it's meant like, to be attached to a. Yeah, there's got to be a hose, a hose as part of the normal process. Yeah. yeah. So you're just getting, it just goes into a honey dipper or something. That's that's better. So it wasn't it wasn't like a Bombay door situation. It was like a fire hydrant. Yes, situation. shooting sideways, yeah. just with pressure, that, yeah. splattering. <laughs> Man, this image got better. <laughs> I'm glad we figured this out. Yeah. Uh, it's like a dog raising its hind leg and pissing to the side is now how I'm imagining that, it. Yes, yes. It, except it's 800 pounds of shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just thinking about the guys in the Dave Matthews band, I don't think their diet's that healthy. No, no. Uh, they're Southern boys. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of fried food. A lot of jambalaya. A lot of butter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> oh, man. I hope some people listening to this podcast of the three... I uh, had never heard of this before and had to pause the podcast to just get this image out of their minds yes. because yes. Uh, the first time you find out about it, you're just like, <laughs> it's too good. It's just too good. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I need, might need to go and read some more articles on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some firsthand account. I actually need a firsthand account. It's really too bad that it was before the cell phone era because there would have at least been pictures and videos of the aftermath of people, yeah. you know, horrified. Uh, being like that bus just sprayed us with shit. Um, people from the bridge being like, haha, those people just got sprayed with shit and then turning the camera and like Dave Matthews is sticking his head out the window. <laughs> um, that would have been great. Um, okay. I'm not going to try and look it up now. Well, that's, it's another teaser. We're going to follow. Yeah. Up let's not, this. let's not read the article in the middle of the no, show. No, no. Uh, um, <laughs> be the worst thing we've done, but well, no. Just ask Jill and Melanie. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to look for a metaphor there between these two things. I'm going to move on. It's Those are troubled waters. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we need a bridge over troubled get, waters yeah. holding a tour bus we get in full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Just have the... That's why you gotta you gotta carry your shit in a second bus that's just for shit behind you. Ah, I know, but so then you'd have a situation where like, you know, it decouples during the journey, and then you've just got a runaway trailer full of shit. <laughs> that's where it's uh, that's where it's great because you're the one bus is desperately trying to keep up with the other bus so it doesn't break. It's like a it's a great movie situation actually. It's basically speed, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Did anyone use the bathroom? But with on shit. That? I guess that's a that was like a city bus, so it didn't have a bathroom on it. Yeah, I I have actually never seen Speed, believe it or not. So, um, I imagined they really got into the whole going to the bathroom necessities of the plot. Not the case. I don't think so. I feel like someone did. I feel like there was like a joke or something about that. I can't remember. Ah, Maybe gotcha. one person. Yeah, I can't. I cannot remember that part. Um, Dennis Hopper rules in that movie, though. Like every movie Dennis Hopper's in. He does rule. Yeah. Great villain in the 90s. Yeah. Um, uh, but 
okay, enough about shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what else do we have to talk about? Uh, I have a little thing to say. Uh, are you familiar with the 90s uh, one-hit wonder, good one-hit wonder but song, uh, Bellies, Feed the Tree? Uh, no. You're not familiar with that song? Not by name. That's uh, Well, the the... You probably would recognize it. Uh, it's got a catchy hook that does end with the the title, but um, uh, this will be. Mm. Should we should we pause and I check it out? Yes, or no? just just play it real quick and see if you remember. All right. Okay, this is important in a yeah. different way. Great, great 90s uh, alt-rock tune. Yeah, I was immediately into it as soon as I started it. Um, are you still listening? Are we going to... No, no, okay. no. I just did, like, I just did the, the intro and then the chorus, and I figured well, out that I had never heard of it. Well, uh, then you... I, I, maybe this is a common saying, but, like, I was, like, I've always been, like, what, is, what the fuck does that mean, feed the tree? Because, like, the line is, be there with me when I feed the tree. And I was, like, I got to look this up on Genius. And it's, like. I assumed when she's dead. Yeah, but for some means. reason, yeah. that literally, that had never occurred to me. <laughs> well, I, I figured it like, out within three seconds, Joe. What tree is but... she feeding? Like, oh, okay, what, like, what does the tree represent? Oh, man. Uh, I think I think that's a fr- I think that's a saying my dad used to use when I was a kid that must feeding be the trees. It. it seems like a very yeah. like uh, regional saying. Yes, I there, I had a lot of southernisms in my upbringing mm-hmm. um, from my Arkansas and Texan and Mississippian and Louisiana background. Hey, there you go. Okay, um, well, uh, <clears throat> assuming I remember to insert the song into the episode, everybody got to hear a little bit of belly there. In our previous episode, we discussed, uh, we talked about what instrument you should get for your apartment. We, we, uh, we, you were talking about getting a piano, like uh, one that would fit into your, yes. your townhouse. Um, yeah. We said to our listeners that I would think about some other options for you, which I did. Uh-huh. I did. Okay. So let's, uh, let's talk through them, um, which obviously... The piano and the harp, if we had not discussed the harp, which I think might be how we part of how we got there, like I think I would obviously suggest a harp. So, you know, yeah, just the biggest, most annoying thing to Mm -hmm. fit in your house. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I tried and I I, as as we said, I tried to make it so it's something that could work acoustically um, and wasn't entirely obvious. But my first choice was uh, the like the steel drum. Because um, <laughs> he's got, you know, it's got easy mode, like so people come around, like fuck around on it, and then it's also got the hard mode where you're playing like all the little different tones from like every part of the drum, you know, because it's got these yeah. like, little indents and stuff in it that produce like a ton of yeah. different tones. That seems very difficult. Yes, so that's especially when you've got like four mallets or whatever. But just do. imagine you're there, like you know, you know, you're like 
someone, some, you know, woman you have over is like kind of like, you know, just pick, <laughs> up pick it up and you just like, you've got your two minute uh, steel drum demo uh, memorized. That's impressive. That's a good. That would definitely be impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's also little... it's also a good instrument to like add to any like any sort of like local <clears throat> local band. You can be like, I'll come play the the steel drum while you're playing. And you're like, you don't really have to. Know That's anything. actually true. <laughs> That's true. If you can just figure out the melody real quick, you can you can accompany. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> just get up for a song okay. or two. I semi hate that instrument, but I'm listening. I like Me it. Me too. I've um. kind of I used to like it used to be my least favorite, and then I think I was listening to it on a couple albums, like as a you know supporting instrument. I was like, I actually kind of like this. There has to be a way to use it well, but yeah. typically, it's used for uh, cheap island flavor. Um, yes. <laughs> that's what I usually think of. Yes, and it's very bad in that form. Um, yeah. And for the same reason, I kind of eliminated the the well. I, I two reasons. I thought about the ocarina, which obviously has a, a uh-huh. '90s connection, but it's too small. It's not impressive, and it's it's mm. a little gimmicky. I don't know. See, that would be cool too, though, because then you can take it in your pocket, like out, and then you just bust it out. I mean, kind of a huge Renfair nerd type of thing to do. It is, yes. Um, but if you can make actually a pretty song with it, it would be pretty dope. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, or the same with the little, I think it's called the finger harp. You know, it's like, it looks like a very, it has like little metal keys on it, like in front of a cutout hole, like a guitar, and you just kind of, yeah, it's a very small little instrument. Um, I actually do not know what this is, <clears throat> okay, but I'm that's looking a, it That's up. a good one to, to, to look up. Um, okay, so, but <coughs> choice number two is the sit. Oh, yeah, go ahead. one of these things. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, finger yeah. harp. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Choice number two is the sitar. Because that, <laughs> yes. if you just have a big one, you're like cross-legged on the floor. I'm sorry, crisscross applesauce, but fuck, on your floor. <laughs> that's that's a joke for the woke among us. Um, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Um, Wait, is <laughs> no cross-legged isn't it? It's if you sit uh, Native American, <laughs> Native American style. Yes. Yeah, first people style. Got it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the sitar, like, is actually like. I mean, that's got to be like a top five coolest instrument ever yeah and it actually sounds cool. yes exactly that's right like you you could make some just absolutely awesome music on it but yeah and you can you can absolutely just like if you're having a a, a party in your backyard you can act, absolutely just sort of do background music with that while people are talking yes um you know unfortunately uh it's also i think apparently one of the hardest instruments to play yeah <laughs> It's like all quarter toned. It's like there are more notes you can play on that than anything else. I'm sure it's fucked. Yeah, like you have to take a long, you know, you have to like have an apprenticeship to learn it. But hey, you know that that yeah. could appeal. Knowing you, the level of difficulty, yeah. <laughs> the 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 fingerings on the guitar are already too close together for me, and I don't like them. Um, <laughs> you just need a really really big sitar. <laughs> you're right. You're right. A bass sitar. Um, okay. Excellent choice there, yeah. honestly. There, and and um. as a subgroup from that, there are a lot of the sitar isn't a zither, but there are a lot of instruments that are in the category of zither. That's like, you know, mm. there's one that's like the I think it's the Malaysian like crocodile zither, and it's like tra- just because it's traditionally like a crocodile whose like body is strings. But basically, anytime you've seen <laughs> mostly from 
you know, parts of Asia where, like, someone's sitting down and they're just, like, plucking strings on something. Hmm. I think you would, okay. you would you would know that's that's a good one to investigate there. Um, Absolutely. But there's no looks the, like I can get the num. Oh, go ahead. Huh? I was just gonna say it looks like I can get the number one sitar for two thousand dollars from this company. Hell yes. Um, how could nothing could you know you basically by the time you buy a two thousand dollars sitar that's that's how you learn. Dude, the the detail of the carving on this thing is beautiful. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. Maybe I should get into the if sitar. You just, if you search Google N A E E M number one sitar. Okay. Um N E A A M. In no no the other way around. N A E E M. From old Delhi music. Here, I can just send you the link. What the fuck am I doing? Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. That's that rules. Yes. That would look cool like, in your in your apartment. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, look at the like the tuning knobs and everything. They're all Ooh. little beautiful leaf carving and everything. Nice. Yeah. It's got seven main <laughs> strings and 13 sympathetic <laughs> strings. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, that's exactly the right numbers of strings yes. of both as, kinds. As a sitar expert, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, um, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't accept any other number of strings. It's no question. Um, beautiful. Um, okay, so <laughs> that's that's choice two. Now the final choice um, uh-huh. uh, is what you actually need to do is because you have this big yard in the uh-huh. back. You need to build just like a sound installation that people can come <laughs> over and play, like different parts of it, like bang you know, giant xylophones okay. or like hanging chimes and stuff like that. So, and just like okay. creates a noise in a bunch of different ways. Um, this is a good excuse to finally learn how to, how to weld. Yes. Uh, and that, now that's like a party activity. Um, you know, your neighbors are chill. Exactly. Interesting. I can build it on wheels so I can move. Um, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. You could just have it in different parts that can kind of be, you know, like the stands could be taken. Yeah. Out. Modular. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking about this now, Joe. I like this. You could have tubes that people could blow on, so as to pass monkeypox. <laughs> the old to, uh, to put, when the next person comes along. I do want to. I do want to admit that I really got that idea because you know I've been to a couple uh, really cool playgrounds, <laughs> have it like a version oh. of it for kids. <laughs> but I was in one yes. in Moab where like the one for kids was so cool that I was like, "Go away! I want to. I want to mess around with this." <laughs> And they do have, I mean, obviously people yeah. make sound installations, um, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely get some some inspiration online. I like this. Yeah. Um, not as useful at parties where my sound installation is not present, but cool. Then you're just showing people uh, videos of your sound installation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the coolest thing to yes. do. Um, you, have the, you have the volume <laughs> turned all the way up on your phone. Like, yeah, tr- trust me. No, wait, wait, wait. Wait for the next part. Wait for the next part. Um, no, that sounds great. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. This is great advice. I think I'm going to get a piano. Yeah. Um, but maybe a sitar. I'll keep a lookout on a, for a sitar on a Facebook Marketplace. And, you know, if somebody's just trying to get rid of one, which, uh, you know, we have some some south asian people at the university you never know it's possible people tr- people get rid of everything on facebook marketplace constantly so oh yeah 
I've seen multiple free pianos is the nice thing. Like, you can just get a piano wherever you it's are. It's like Alex was like, ah, oh, I'm going to look on there for a coffee table. And, like, the next day, it's like we have like, yeah. this beautiful, like, used coffee table that, you know, you know, someone yeah. just was getting rid of, even though it's like it was in great shape. And that's like, it's like, wow, we chose yeah. from among five. Yep. And then your dog jumped on it and it broke. That, uh... No, that that phase is over. She's now too big to. She's not too big to jump on anything. She doesn't stand on tables anymore. (laughs) I don't think she's interested in that. Oh man, what a beast! Um, Um, good. Oh hey, speaking of uh, my my apartment, real quick, just good news, Joe. The uh, the the swamp cooler broke, and they're replacing it with an air conditioner. You know, I'm kind of disappointed. I I came to love the swamp cooler. (laughs) <laughs> the, the just the the pure humidity that comes from it yeah i like sleeping like i like sleeping in a slightly too warm room but then you have the fan on like that's good stuff yeah truly you are florida man my friend exactly exactly that is the florida way yeah you don't have anyway you, know, you don't have enough of a hum of bugs there maybe you do no, we really have like so there are bugs right now because it's been raining so much for the past month. But otherwise, uh, not bugs. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when it's really hot, there'll be cicadas. Um, but other than that, yeah. In fact, the cicadas can be very loud. But like other kinds of bugs, not happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we've got one more topic to cover here, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, I came across this album from a uh, group called high woman woman okay yes uh dj woman dj woman okay i thought there were maybe two people in it but no just one okay i did research yeah she's got a really weird name too like the neil throssel or something like i don't that. even know how to say hi so it's h uh it's it's high okay. i think um but it's h a a i for those of you yes you should spell it good call yes <clears throat> Yeah, I would say maybe it's a Googleable. Like they want she maybe she wanted to name herself High, like just H I, and someone was like, "You can't Google that." <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> See our previous episode on the topic. Um, <clears throat> yes. So, Paul, uh, this album. I someone on Twitter that I follow, a, a rock critic, which <clears throat> I realize following them on Twitter is a mistake, but they. Uh, two of them agreed that this was one of the most interesting albums of the year with some of the best, like, mm. uh, so, um, and then I noticed they said it was like techno or electronic. I was like, okay, so these people don't really like that music too much and they're into it or they're at least just into pop. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to check this out. That's just how I came to check it out. Uh, and I, uh, yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, so let's, let's play a track and then we can talk about it. We can see if you enjoyed it. But forget about the house where you can dance on diamonds Euphoria keeps me elated Here where we are weightless Even our heartbeat is vacant Evicted from the inside of our furious chest Do you ever wonder how good it is? 
was uh, Human Sound uh, by Hi. And uh, I uh, liked this album um, because I felt like, for several reasons, um, uh-huh. Maybe I should describe it first. Should we describe it first? I'm going to tell. No, I'll tell you because uh, if I tell you why I like it, that's describing it. Um, it's kind of like <laughs> a little bit what I always wanted, what I always thought the XX was going to give me, like oh, adventuresome. Like I was like, I did not expect them to come up it's, here. Okay, it, it, it's not the same type of music, but it's like, what if you like mix them in with like IDM and you know very smart okay. DJing. And just had an okay. – it's almost like the vibe of that, like, like interesting and more emotional, like, dance music. Um, I'm not going to stick with them, but um, I just like those solid emotional vibes among all the beats and glitches. And um, I thought a good example, there's, uh, um, you know, uh, so well, some of the sound – the one we just heard and, and – uh, a few of the other tracks were sort of like if Girl Talk made original music. Like I felt there was a lot of a little bit, yeah, of different sounds kind of layered in a way that that you know recalled, um, you know more yeah. mainstream, yeah, more mainstream sources for the you know the DJ's magic. Um, what do you? What kind of mood or like you know what kind of mood does this put you in? Like how do you feel when you listen to High? What is it? What does it do for you? How does it transform you? Um, I think that it's. I like that it's. Uh, I, well, I wrote down weird adventures. I just think it's. I think it's stimulating. I think it's intellectually stimulating, and in okay. a way that, uh, yeah, there there's a lot of good thoughts to be had among this <laughs> this techno. Paul, what do you think of it? Interesting. See. So you, so I mean, well, yeah. Uh, so you sort of like get lost in your thoughts, and it's just sort of like, uh, I don't know. Um, so I liked it. Um, I don't know if I would have, you know, pulled it out as a highlight personally. Yeah. Um, it's very, it's very good. Um, uh, and she's definitely skillful. Um, and like, um, you know, biggest mood ever. Uh, the song with Alexis Taylor yeah. from Hot Chip who I think has one of the most beautiful male voices mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Um, I like that song just like, just like uh, you know, the great techno background with his type of singing uh, definitely does it for me. Generally, I found it enjoyable. Um, I d- wouldn't say it like really super sucked me in um, uh, the way you described. So uh, that's why I asked uh, what your reaction is, because I'm just, I'm just curious. Um, like it's, uh, I, I think like when I listen, I, you know, I, I just recently listened to, um, uh, Ciro, which is almost 10 fucking years old now, yeah. Aphex Twins album. Um, and, Tough uh, you know, I, so, I know, I know, I know, uh, but I'm not, I'm not trying to compare the two, like, you know, here be, could be compared to my favorite electronic mute album of all time. Um, but just saying like, you know, what are the elements that I think that I like out of electronic music? I like a little bit more of a. Uh, a composed melody, you know, counterpoint type of thing going on than I think you usually get from this album. So I'm just bringing that up to try to suss out, you know, like where, uh, why we come down the way we do on it. That's all. 
Yeah. Um, well, I think that there's a little bit of, I think the reason I kind of like go back on girl talk a uh-huh. little bit because there's, there's another track. There's a track uh, I've been thinking a lot lately and that has like this slow nineties uh, matrix soundtrack techno build to it. Okay. Um, and then there's a, another song, you know, then there's uh louder always better which is like a very fast like that's a very intense song um and then there's yeah there's the the title track which uh has john hopkins on it and um is really Mm -hmm. a more modern um ambient techno track i felt like that was you know kind of more what you'd expect when you listen to um an electronic album now not that i listen to a ton of them so maybe actually as i as i come (laughs) to it i think it's the variety of this album and just the the creativity of it yeah that maybe pulled me in especially like the second time i listened to it that makes sense it does go through a number of different moods um it's like you know like you mentioned john hopkins who's on this like I couldn't really tell you why his music grabs me in a different way. Yeah. So I think there's just something um, personal about the way music grabs us. I, I was reminded a little bit with this of uh, Gold Panda slightly yeah. with just like the vibe yes, of it. Yes, yes. Um, and I know you're a big fan of Gold Panda. So I was like, that's probably a similar, maybe it's doing something similar for uh, for that. I will say, I mean, there were lots of great moments I really liked. Uh, the end of Orca really gets into more of the kind of thing. Um, that I'm looking for where it almost gets orchestral yes, yes. Uh, for a while. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's very good. I mean, it, it was like, it was always interesting. Um, and I was not sad that I was listening to it at all. But uh, I was just curious um, why it stood out to you as a major yeah. highlight. I didn't think, I, you know, I just more like, I would say that I picked it because it was an interesting album to talk about. It wasn't just yeah. rock song. Good. <laughs> we'll go back to one of those next time. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, yeah. Um, no, absolutely. It's good to uh, mix it up a little we'll re- bit. We'll review the new um, Horse Girl album next time, which is actually Horse Girl. Album. It's actually I don't know this Horse Girl. They're actually pretty good. Um, I've heard a couple of their singles. Is that one word? It's one word. Okay. Yeah. It is rock. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's got a Penelope in it. That's my daughter's name. I also, so. I think that band, if I'm correct, I think they may be like 17. Or so maybe. Yeah, they look really very, young. Very, very young. In these photos. Yeah. 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 One of them is so dresses. It, it looks like they're kind of dressing like the, like the early Beatles, too. So that's interesting. Um, okay, are we are we done with high? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to be said other than this is uh from my end of the spectrum at least quality techno and from Joe's very, very interesting yes. techno. So check it out. Um I did want to give the two minute review of my uh twin sister uh concert oh, yeah. that I went to. So Mr. Twin Mr. Sister Twin Sister. I know. I still call them twin sister. Uh from when I used to see them in Brooklyn back in like 2010 um maybe 2009 oh, wait. did they not have the mister they did back not. then they were just twin sister aha was there some sort of legal issue no i think they 
the, so okay so the i saw this band because uh i got to know this band because uh my a friend of mine back then was dating their keyboard player who's also one of the songwriters uh-huh. um uh and um I know they went through a lot of like debates about their name and they had like two different bands that formed into one. Um, so twin sisters kind of what they came up with. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do, I think that they, they began as a very like 2010s spacey Indo indie rock band, a weirder than than typical. And then I feel like their major label debut came out and it didn't do very well. And actually wasn't very good. It's definitely their worst album. Uh, it's called In In Heaven, yeah. and just is not. Uh, it's just I think they tried too hard to be like a uh, more mainstream indie band. Um, uh-huh. And so I, I I I'm just speculating, but I feel like when they returned after that with a much more dancey, um, you know, funky sound, beat heavy. Um, a lot of tracks with two people drumming. They just kind of changed changed mm-hmm. their name, and also their lead singer, I think, had some, um, you know, uh, thoughts on her. You know, she's she was uh, her identity that informed ah. the change. I don't really, I don't recall the details of it, but I think she, you know, did not want to be yeah. the girl fronting the band with a girl name. Gotcha. Yeah, apparently I own their 2018 album, Salt. We talked about it on this podcast. Okay. Okay. I don't remember talking about it. It I'm going to have to listen to it it again. It's good. It's four years. That's good. Yeah. If I bought it, I must have liked it a lot. Um, Everything they do now has this, as I said, much more beat-heavy, funky. There was a lot of dancing. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab their their new album now, uh, just based on the strength of the tracks here. Um, Al Mundo Azul. Yes. Um, nice. And uh, they, one of those good shows that, uh, you know, the venue was only 75% full, but just given that the band had been around longer, everyone like actually was excited to see them. So the vibe was good. That's yeah. nice. It's nice to go to concerts now post COVID. Yes. People, Wonderful to see the people. The bands are happy. The people are happy. You know, yeah. happier. Yeah. Oh, how is the mask situation? Do they try to make you wear masks in uh, Portland or anything? Overall in Portland, like it was, it was uh, mostly um, a return to normal. Uh, but okay, because in January you were they still were pretty much doing masks. In yeah, Portland, like was none my of the impression of things. Well, I mean, like I didn't really. I went in like I had the feeling. Like, a lot of places, like, I, there was this restaurant that I was, like, going to get takeout from, and their website was, like, you have to wear a mask until you're seated. And, done. And like, I, as I was walking, I was, like, I forgot my mask. I was, like, no one was doing it. So I feel like they might be at yeah, the, yeah. people are ignoring the rules. There were a few places I walked by that it was clear that, like, you know, it was still, like, appointment-only type. But gotcha. this venue, Holocene, which is one of the best venues in, in Portland, um, they were just uh, required proof of vaccine. So, nice. which, yeah, much better. Much, yeah. much, much better. All right. Well, then that's truly a post-COVID yes. concert then, and that's yes. good to hear. Yes, yes, I think, um, yeah, it wouldn't have been enjoyable. Um, the funny, mm-hmm. I have one funny uh, uh, story from seeing, or from knowing them. Um, 
my friend who was dating the person in the band she said yeah it's naturally do she's like you know have you ever slept with the lead singer which i think is a fair question um if you're uh-huh. in a band he's like um no but she slept with everybody else in the band ah <laughs> oh, damn ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh depending on how you feel about it that's either a terrible or a, or an awesome place to yeah. be i guess yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i, I don't know I, yeah i don't i don't know the uh all right now i'm looking at the band's picture um <laughs> I have guesses. Um, that's very funny. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Apologies if, if uh, you know, a keyword search uh, indicates that we talked about Twin Sister on this episode and one of them is listening to this. Um, but not really, yeah. that deep, Apologies. not really that deep of an apology. That's the way it goes. No. I would I would love for us to be viral enough to piss off a band that we talked about. Yeah. That's 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 goals. Well, I bought the t-shirt, so they can't be mad. So they can suck your dick. You're a fan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they can dump their waste on me. Uh, yeah, they can. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, they can capsize your tour boat with their shit. Um Good stuff, yeah. Joe. Um, what else happened with music? I don't know. I'm going to Hoko Hoko Fest, Hotel Congress Festival. Nice. Next week, a mile and a half from my house. I'm going to see a Rouge Aftab. Oh, uh, okay. Now I'm jelly. Yeah, there are actually some good bands on this thing. If you go to HokoFest, I think you sent this to me. Uh, yeah, I did. Warpaint, Madu Mokhtar, mm-hmm. uh, Armand Hammer is a good rapper. Uh, Huerco S is a good electronic guy. There are a number of good ones. And then, um, what was I about to say about it? Shit, I had some other comment. I don't know. Warpaint will be fun again. I, it'll be the same place I saw them last That's time. cool. Yeah, I still have not seen yeah. them, so I'd like to. Yeah? I'll tell them. I'll Thank tell them you, you wanted to. I but appreciate it, you know, that. It wasn't your fault. Well, we look forward to your report <laughs> on that on the next episode. Oh, yes. oh here's my question okay. related to okay. that. The, the second headliner after Warpaint. Yeah is Los Apson, which is apparently, as far as I can tell from Googling, there's no more current or recent band named this. They're like uh, one of these institutional cover bands that is like Mexican guys who play Spanish language versions of pop songs. Yes. Uh, and they've been doing it like since the 50s, apparently. But, you know, it's like all different guys, I'm sure. By that then. rocks. Uh, so, Yeah. I definitely have to go see Los Apson here in Tucson. Like I, several people I've I've talked to about this have been like, "Oh yeah, I'm excited to see Los Apson." And I was like, "Who are they?" So now I see it, and I'm like, "Ah, this must be a cultural thing I miss out on as a white person." I'm uh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for that that yeah. part of it. Well, I'll have to check it out and let you know. I hope they get on stage. All right. with paint. That would be that would yeah. be awesome. That would be the that would be the greatest indie uh, Pornhub video of all time. <laughs> oh man, what was that? What was that? Our friend, our friend sent us the Zoom recording of someone having sex during a Zoom meeting. Yeah, just utterly, utterly having sex during the Zoom. You, like they thought, you think it was just off. They thought they turned off the camera, was, and then they so did. they were just one way or the other. They were just expressing their kink. 
Yeah. I mean, it was probably, yeah, it might be a little bit of kink, but it might be like, hey, you know, it's a meeting first thing in the morning. Woke up with my boyfriend here. We're horny. Yeah. I got to do this call. I'll, I'll, I'll call in, put it on mute, turn off the camera. I can hear if they call my right. name. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's just like kind of funny. I, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just left the video. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> so good. Uh, best reason to get the fired. The hero ever. recording it is, uh, yeah. Yeah, the guy, the guy who's like, this is going viral. I mean, yeah. <laughs> especially because he put the faces of the people having sex on the whole oh, internet. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like that girl, that girl's parents couldn't theory th- see this oh, though. Man. Uh, so good. Uh, you know, uh, as one guy in the comments said, people just, just have your camera blocked off before you affirmatively turn it on for the meeting. That's a good one. Um, just, you know, yeah. always. Yeah. I need a new, I need a new one of those little sticky things. It goes in front of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just go to any conference. They're giving yeah. them out. Um, Yeah. Except right. for the, except for the voyeur voyeurs conference. <laughs> yes. No, they're all about consent. No, they give them they're out there, consent. but they're actually one way little things. So you you think you're covering up, but they show it all off. It's just another camera that slips over your camera. <laughs> uh, yes. Perfect. All right. All right. Good, Good night, night, Joe. Everybody, check us out on socials. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back in the reviews. Twitter account. Let's do it. Yeah, we should do that. All right, peace.